my new book, Make Art That Sells, is out, and I want you to get the masterclass for free. Go to makeartbook.com and click on the masterclass. Use the code Karina Podcast. That's C A R I N A Podcast, all one word. That way you can get it for free. I cannot wait to see you there. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. In today's episode, I want to talk about a recent trip I had to London. Uh, We actually, it was just a stopover to the Greek islands to a wedding we were going to, but on the way back, we took a couple of days so that we could do some things with the kids. And one of the things that they really wanted to do is go to the Harry Potter studio tour, which was in London. And uh, it's actually about an hour outside of London. But we booked a tour and it, um, it was absolutely awe-inspiring. So I'd love to take today's episode to talk about some of the things that really inspired me um, at that studio tour and explain why it matters so much to design. So uh, first things first, if you are listening on the podcast today, I am going to share pictures and videos from my phone that I took on that tour on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Karina Gardner. If you could head over there to watch, if you like want to see any of the things that I'm describing or talking about, absolutely go over there and check that out. Um, The other thing you can do is subscribe to that channel. I really appreciate it. We're trying to get the numbers up on our YouTube channel and just full transparency because we do do a lot of visual things over there and we want to show you and give you more access to design what I'm doing in my design studio and you know all the fun business practice things so that you can also learn how to sell be inspired and you know all that good stuff okay all right so let's dig in today I'm hoping I remember things just off the top of my head as I'm talking to you guys about it here and um, that we're going to be able to show you some of the video and and pictures I took. So first things first, I when I signed us up for this, I knew it was going to be pretty good. I knew that it was going to have lots of props and that was what excited me. I really wanted to see all the props. I was completely blown away by the overall experience. First of all, that they, you know, had so many workers there to tell you about the different things that you can Um, You walk through, you go to like kind of a cinema viewing um, and they do a little show for you and then they open it up and you go into the studios. Um, I was completely blown away by that. I thought they did a really good job. It felt like a theme park without any of the rides, which, you know, for some people that's the ideal. (laughs) So it was really, really well done. The first thing that they did that I thought was absolutely brilliant is uh, one of the first places you walk into before you watch this video is a room that is completely filled with the posters for all the Harry Potter films. Now, why do I talk about this? Because we're even though you guys maybe associate yourself with craft designers or, or surface pattern design, at the end of the day, you guys are graphic designers. 2D designers. That's a very general term for what we call 2D designers. And there is so much inspiration to be had 
by literally looking at anything that is 2D built. Sometimes it's hard for our brains to figure out what to do with 3D things that we see. You know, I, at the very end of the tour, there's this beautiful, um, oh my gosh, you guys are going to die because while I am a Harry Potter fan, I can never remember the names of things. It's that animal that you can only see if you have seen someone die. Anyway, beautiful 3D and then dragons 3D and like all these things are 3D. And sometimes I look at those things and it's hard for my brain to really translate what to do with them in the 2D versus what looking at all these posters and the evolution of these posters. I mean, it lit my brain up. So what I really liked is if you, you started on um, movie one and you looked at the posters and then kind of as you moved through the posters, you saw them get darker and darker and darker, which of course matches the movies, right? It goes from a, like a little lighthearted and this interesting mystery to being a much darker, darker series. Um, and you see that in the film posters. The other thing that is always funny, we always, we were laughing because, um, you have to capture a certain amount of expression in the posters. And so Harry always is kind of to the forefront. Hermione always is kind of to the side. And then Ron on the other side, we were like, poor Ron. Ron always has a look of like, he's scared, distressed, something's going wrong, 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 wrong. And it's like Ron like embodied like that things are scary, wrong, um, things are meant to be fearful. Like his face was always denoting that. And it just made me laugh because I was like, oh, poor Ron on the posters. But go go look at the posters. You will see Ron looks terrified on every single poster. But that's because they needed something to show like there's a scary, there's an element of scary here and they couldn't have the hero show that. And so they had a side character show that. So go watch that. That's very interesting. The other thing that if you have a chance to go on this tour or you have a chance to go look at Harry Potter posters is pay attention to the layouts, where they place the title, where they place the people. And you'll notice there's a lot like heavier graphics in the first few films and, and throughout there, there are graphics where there's like a lot of, uh, uh, um, people. But by the time you get to the last films, you'll notice there are plenty of posters where it's like Harry running, like a single thing. And I think this is interesting because what has happened at this point, right, is that the audience is educated. And what do I mean by that? You don't have to put as much information into a poster when the audience is educated, right? You can have Harry running and there's like some little tagline, the end or whatever. It's like the final film and then the title of the movie and maybe not even the title of the film versus the first couple of films. There's like lots of pictures, lots of um, interesting uh, characters doing interesting things. And um, you have to spend a lot of time in the first few films educating people. Like what is this going to be about, right? This absolutely relates to you as a designer. Very often I see designers will just like put one thing out there into the universe and they expect people to understand what it is, but they haven't spent enough time educating their customer. The customer doesn't know who they are. They don't understand the way their artwork works. They don't understand what they're doing, right? Because you haven't spent enough time building up to it, 
right? Great sales, and very often I talk about sales here, you guys, great sales is nothing more than great education. We're not going to sell something to someone who doesn't desire it. If someone wants to buy your Silhouette or Cricut file, it's because they own a Silhouette or Cricut machine. And so they desire it. Like they already have a desire for the product that you already have. If someone doesn't own a Silhouette or Cricut machine, they're not even going to bother looking at your product, right? And so very often I see people get really wound up up about sales when all it is is creating a, a product that's desired by someone and making making sure that it works really, really well. Okay. A little more on that later, but let's move on. So I, okay. I am, I'm hoping in this video, I just would love for you guys to see, like you walk in and it's just, I mean, it is a feast for the eyes, costuming, um, the sets, the way they do the tiles, uh, the painting of the, the, uh, forbidden forest, they had a piece of it and you walk in and it's very dark, but there's actually all these plaques telling you how they, like they painted all of these trees to make them look real. It's super fascinating. You know, they have to do this. It's like, uh, like a five to six, eight step process to make a tree look like a tree, right? Um, same with the marbling. There's you know, the green tile. That's a very, um, glossy looking. Um, and that tile, uh, they have a huge process for making that happen. And I watched a couple of the videos and honestly, for them to make it look like that it took so much time and they were working so hard on it to make it happen. I want to, especially if, if you're seeing all these videos on, on YouTube next to me, seeing all the amazing details. I was obsessed with the, uh, uh, the room, the potion room, which was in the dungeon and had like all of these beautiful glass jars in it, which every single one of them was filled with something interesting that someone came up with, uh, just all those details. I'm here to tell you that should those glass jars have been out and they were just um, all filled with the same thing or someone had just stuffed a bunch of plastic things into it, it wouldn't have been the same experience. The same is true for your design work. I think designers, especially with the program, especially with AI right now, I think there's a certain amount of laziness that goes on with designers, graphic designers in particular, because we think we can just throw something together and call it good. Now, at the beginning of your design career, if you're getting started, yeah, because that takes a long time for you to learn how to do, right? It's like understanding the basics, like my freshmen versus my juniors in design. Like, it's a totally different skill set, right? So... I, I just want to encourage you, if you've been around for a while or you've been designing for a while, all of the money is in the details. Let me say that again. All of the money is in the details. That is the more detail oriented your design work is, the more intricate, the more interesting, the more you've given it characterization, the more money you will make. Why? Because anyone can design an icon. All right. And when I say icon, I'm talking about like, you've seen them out there. You can get them on clip art things. You can like an icon with, um, the email, like, you know, the mail, um, icon, an email with a shopping cart. Guess what? Anyone can make those because those are very clean. They're very easy. They're iconic. What a lot of people can't do is bring a singular style to their work. 
And very often that is all about de details. If your work is very doodly, how are you bringing those lines in? Are they more curved? Are they uh, a little more hand-drawn looking? If you have a look that's very pristine or clean or you use pastels, like, and those details are coming through, that is very powerful. So the number one lesson I probably learned at those studios is that the more detailed something is and the more we can evoke a certain era or a certain feeling out of the work, the better it is. And that's it. Pretty amazing. Now, I want to end on uh, the final uh, room that they had in this Harry Potter tour, which was incredibly phenomenal. It was a huge set of Hogwarts Castle. And when you walk in, you can see every little detail on this huge uh, castle. I think I heard my husband was listening to one of the tour guides talk about this. And she had said that the um, it would have taken one person 70 years to create the whole thing. As it was, it took them seven or eight months and uh, 50 people, 70 people, I don't know, working full time on this thing to build it. Um, don't quote me on that, you guys, because I wasn't the one that, that listened to that tour. But just to give you an idea of just how detailed and intricate this was, um, there were these little screens that showed you how they used this mock-up of this castle. So they, they filmed it, and then they would integrate it with whatever the character was doing, with um, background scenery, because they're using green screen to make it all work. So it, I mean, it was a great piece that they were using for the films. I was so impressed by the quality, by every single window on that castle. If you went in and looked, you could see every single detail on those windows. Uh, the, the little slats on every single little piece, the way that it laid out. I, I just... I was completely blown away by the true intricacy of the piece. And I think that people want to feel blown away when they see design work. I think they want to be excited about it. And I'm not saying every single piece, in fact, every single piece of your design work shouldn't be that way. It, it's almost impossible, especially when you're producing at high volume, the way we have our designers produce, but there should be some pieces in your future where you're spending a lot of time adding detail intricacies. And you can add that now to your current work, just that little extra oomph that will set you apart from everybody else. It's one of the things I talk about in design profit and prosper and Hint, hint, there's another book coming out. We've, I've already started working on it. We actually photographed the, the, um, the book cover already um, coming out next, uh, I think, February. But I, I'm here to tell you that these details in your design work, they matter. They matter. And you should be spending some time in the details. I'm talking to those of you who are a couple of years in, okay? So if you're brand new to this and you're listening to this and you're like, but I can't even just, I'm just trying to learn the software. You're in sh good shape. Keep learning the software. This is not for you. This is for you to tuck into your back pocket for later. This is the kind of thing that as your design work moves forward, as you learn the software, as you learn the programs, as you are more comfortable in the design work you've already done, what will happen is that you will be able to 
really take the work that you've done and start to really build on it with details and intricacies in your future work. And that's what I really want you to do. Overall, I just want to tell you that it was an inspiring tour. If you have a chance to go do it, I highly recommend it. But I would say if you could do anything that will inspire you, anything that will really help you understand and build into your own design work details, it will show up in your work and will make your stuff more profitable. All right. Now I want to end on one last thing. I hope, yes, I did. I took some video of this. There were two graphic designers that worked a lot on the stuff. They did the packaging design. They did the journals. They did all of these. They did like the, the newspapers and the layouts for the newspapers. So I'm just going to show you a little bit of video on this because it was phenomenally done. Um, and you'll see that they're like half illustrating or maybe full illustrating plus adding all these amazing details, especially into the artwork. You can see that it evokes a certain era, right? You get, you get a feel for like almost like hand printed type stuff or lithography from a couple hundred years ago. Like you get that sense from even the cartons and the pages, the way that they've really distressed everything, just really beautiful work. And I want to encourage you to work on your own design work, to up-level it in ways to make your stuff just really desired, desirable, fun to look at and enjoyable to look at. Um, bring some of those details, bring some of that intricacy and bring yourself to the table. Cause I just think that there is a lot of fun to be had in designing that maybe you haven't explored yet because you know, you haven't really thought, wow, that would be fun to create. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining me today. If you haven't left a review for the podcast, I am just going to ask you very, very nicely, please leave me one. Uh, it allows us to create more podcast episodes for us to share with you and give you um, lots of great free content here. I mean, we, we drop three episodes a week to give you free content um, and help you along your design journey. Second, if you're on the YouTube channel, if you could subscribe to the channel, um, at the beginning, I said, we're trying to up our numbers on YouTube. Um, and I just would appreciate if you subscribed and then you're not missing anything new that we are coming out with. And we do come out with lots of, lots of fun videos, um, that we hope is inspiring, exciting, and will help you continue to grow on your design journey. Thanks so much for joining me guys. I'll see you guys soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.